is up, Mad Mob. We're here for yet another episode of La Meat and Potatoes. We got Gonjamin and D Swan with us again. What's up, Mad Mob? On boys. Uh, we got we got an interesting one today. Interesting. I, sorry, I don't have any obscure rankings from Barstool Sports. Uh, I only like to talk about the ones where my state's ranked uh, really high and some crappy stuff, just because it's makes me laugh. Um, got nothing today, but we do have an interesting episode for you. So, after scouring the internet, we have found that a lot of people are having issues with that number six draft spot. So we got to talking because, after all, we're you know we're here for the people. We all three of us just started up a separate um, mock draft, and each of us are the sixth pick in our mock draft. So it's all going to be a little different. We already started off camera, and we already are a little different. Like so, the computer we're we're drafting against the computer, but the computer is obviously not sticking exactly to the same script because all of ours were different. Um. So yeah, that's what we're doing. We're gonna we're gonna let y'all know kind of who our best available is at the point in time. We're doing a uh, it's a dynasty twelve team PPR with two flexes. Um, yeah, and we're just gonna we're just gonna run through a draft. We're, again, it's all our own draft. We're all the number six within our draft. Um, and hopefully just provide some clarity on what we would do. Um, at that spot. Side note, it is. 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard, negative 5 GMT. We're getting we, after it early today. We're man. getting after yeah, it early. Extra early. Which means there is a 100% chance of child interruption. 100%. We're, we've got, you know, Goni's got multiple kids in his household and a loving wife. Begley, multiple kids in his household, loving wife. Me, multiple kids in my household. Hateful wife. But that's fine. I'm just saying, if you're on YouTube, you're going to see some background. This Beg's got a perfect example right now, Always. and that's fine. We're attentive fathers. We love our children. Just be, just be aware of it. Say hi to him. Well, what's up, Pay? Nothing. <laughs> see, we're all getting just, just some fathers podcasting out here. All right. Yep. So, uh, who wants to go first? I, I have a five minute timer. Mine's down to two minutes. So, did you all do five minute timers as well? You go ahead. You go ahead. I'll go ahead. Mine. Okay, my best available is. Um, oh dang! Did somebody take my boy? My best available is Christian McCaffrey, DeAndre Swift, and Javante Williams. Um, this is a dynasty. If this was a redraft, and I'm gonna, I think that's fair, right? Do y'all want to do that? Is kind of just give our opinion on if it was a redraft or a dynasty, or just roll straight dynasty. Just roll straight dynasty because I think as we go through, it's going to kind of shift further and further away from the redraft setup. Yeah. Okay. Um, in that case, um, uh, Christian McCaffrey and DeAndre Swift are ranked in front of um, the player that I'm taking at the six right now, and that's Javante Williams. He is my first pick uh, he, at the 1.06 for my draft. Why, why him over CMC, a league winner? Uh, it, it just, uh, uh, dynasty. I don't know how much CMC has in him, especially with his injury history. Um, it, it was tough between him and DeAndre Swift. I just went with the better team. Fair um, uh, I went with the offense that'll have more opportunities. Obviously everybody knows how I feel about Javante this year with Melvin Gordon still there, but I think Melvin Gordon absolutely shoots off into outer space after this year Boom. and for many years to come. Yeah, I don't. 
I don't hate it. I I took him in a at the 107 in a startup dynasty uh, just a couple of weeks ago. So I love that pick. Yeah, it's a good pick. Begs, you want next? <clears throat> yeah, I, I would say next. So for me, best available is Cooper Cup, McCaffrey, and Swift. Uh, Javonta went off the board at 1.5 for me. I'm taking DeAndre Swift. Uh, yeah, guy is a is a young MJD uh, Alvin Kamara type player. He's had a bad team, but the Lions are on the up and up. He's 23 years old in his third year in the league. Um, he's hurt. He's been hurt, but even missed three and four games last two years was still an RB two. So I, lo- I love DeAndre Swift. Yeah, he's he's young too. He hasn't had any uh, terrible crippling injuries. Yeah. So I, I think he'll be fine long term. I, I like like I said, mine was between Javante and DeAndre. I just went with the better team. Yeah. The line, the man, line just, did no running back depth either, man. Yeah, I right. think that's true. Yep. Man, going back, do you think the the Chiefs are kicking themselves for taking uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire over Swift, over Jonathan Taylor, over J.K. Dobbins? I don't, Even, man. I don't man, know. I don't know because it's just good. Yeah, but it's. I saw. I saw a picture of like the Timberwolves. I think it was. They they drafted garbage in front of Dame, garbage in front of Clay Thompson. Who was the other player? It was it was the two they drafted in front of Steph was Johnny Flynn out of Syracuse that year and Ricky Rubio. Yeah, yeah. So I think I think it's hard to I don't think teams really look back and say, dang, if only we had him because that's just that's just how it goes in these situations, man. You just you got all these scouts telling you who's the best, and they either pan out or they don't. Yeah. Ch yeah. hasn't been a complete it's all bust. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, they're, it's not like they're they were depending on a running back to come change their franchise. They do it with Pat Mahomes. So yeah, I don't know if they're kicking themselves. You know what I mean? I mean, he was a hot name. Uh, you know, Joe Burrow made him look good at LSU, man. Yeah, uh, and he's they, he's doing what they need him to do. I mean, that's Pat Mahomes' What's offense. Ch. <laughs> Uh, he's not Jonathan Taylor, we understand, but you know. Do you think Jonathan? Do you think Ceh has his best year this year? Kind of being a third down back behind Rojo. I think Ceh has his regular year. I don't think he doesn't. So I don't he misses th- about six games, and you know, gives you a couple double digit jams. <laughs> Dang, what Got what it. happened? What what did Ceh do to Goni, dude? He started snapping on us talking about Ceh. Oh. It's it's just missed opportunity from the Chiefs. You could have had three other better running backs. Yeah, Cam Akers was even in there as well, but Cam Akers tore his Achilles, so I won't throw him in that conversation. <laughs> uh, I'll go ahead with mine though, boys. I, I thought mine was a little wonky, to be honest with you. Jonathan Taylor went at the one hundred and five, which right. there is zero world where he goes at the 105 in a startup dynasty draft so Najee went first Jamar Chase CMC Cooper Cup Jonathan Taylor so I've got Justin Jefferson DeAndre Swift and uh, Javante Williams at, at mine and I mean I love to hammer the running backs but this is just one of those opportunities where I think I'm gonna have to go wide receiver when you see a guy like Justin Jefferson sitting there I'm I'm gonna go ahead and take him. I'll take Justin Jefferson at that spot at the 106. You know, I think there's a world where people go running back heavy, right? Dynasty, everybody loves to pound the RBs, man. I think he could fall to to six, right? Is there a world? 
Uh, Justin Jefferson? Uh, yeah. I don't know. Is there in, the, in the two startups that I've done, he he went off the board before that. Yeah. Uh, it's got to be. It was, it was like Jonathan Taylor at the 101, then Jamar Chase were like <laughs> two and three or two and yeah. four, something, something like that. So, I don't know. Yeah. But, yeah. That's fair. Uh, got, interruption number one on in my household. So uh, we'll see what happens from there. Um, I had uh, Alvin Kamara, AJ Brown, Stephon Diggs were my best available at my spot. Um, I'm I'm shoring up a thin. I like to shore up a the thin running backs. Um, I went with Nick Chubb. I think he's got a couple years of. Um, RB1 status left in them, two, three. Uh, enough time for you to uh, fill them in, let your rookie sit on you know, the taxi squad for a year and then come into a starting role before Nick Chubb starts to fade away. Uh, I, I just think he, he adds instant. I, I think I, I believe I have two RB1s next year. You know, Javante Williams is, is probably front-end RB2, um, but next year I feel like I have two RB1s starting on my squad. Um, doing this Nick Chubb pick here at the uh, 2.7. I like it. Just a total lack of RB receptions in your future, but a lot of touchdowns. Well, hey, I'm I'm fine with it. I'm fine. A running back that can just that can get all their points off running on the ground, um, then you call receptions bonus points. If I can get 15 to 20 a game uh, using my using the old Piggly Wigglies. Then I'm perfectly fine. Whenever they, when they when they start using those phalanges, <laughs> then we're just in bonus point territory. <laughs> Wayne's rolling with a full 1970s type fantasy <laughs> roster. Here. I love hey, it. Hey, we're the we're the A train we're the A train leather helmets, son. <laughs> <laughs> For me, I've got uh, Brees Hall as my best available, which. Uh, as I've mentioned previously, is a hard pass for me. Just don't trust the Jets. He's going to be in a committee. Then it's Alvin Kamara, A.J. Brown, and Stephon Diggs. Um, for me, this is a pretty easy pick. Um, yeah, I can't trust Kamara. I think he's on the end of his career. He's doing a, illegal things out here. <laughs> um, A.J. Brown, I, I don't trust Jalen Hurts. Um, if he was still with Tennessee, this is my he'd be my, my pick. I'm going with Stephon Diggs here. Um, I think he's going to be tied to Josh Allen for quite a while. Uh, proven stud. I got a wide receiver one and an RB one, in my opinion. That's fair. I mean, Stephon Diggs just signed that uh, extension, so he'll be there for four years. So he literally is tied to Josh Allen, yep, contractually. Yeah, no, he's he's good. He's set. Yeah. Um, I mean, when it, when it came back around on mine, Kyle Pitts went right in front of me. Josh Allen went two spots ahead of me. That's a little early for me. I'd I'd really never take a tight end or a quarterback in the first two rounds. I'm not, looking at what's that? Not even Kyle Pitts here. No, not even Kyle Pitts. Not even if it was a tight end premium. That's just not really my style. I don't I don't like to sink in currency via high draft capital into the position. Uh, I'm looking at Brees Hall as well, Nick Chubb, AJ Brown, Stephon Diggs. So we're kind of all the same there. Uh, with mine, though, I'm going to – I don't really think I want to go Stephon Diggs. I don't want to miss out on some of these 
this tier of running back, for lack of a better term. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and take Nick Chubb as well, like Wayne did. Uh, I kind of just want someone to be. I feel more comfortable with him in my RB one spot than a Cam Akers or a Saquon Barkley. Sure. Um, and I like the depth at the wide receiver position later on in the draft. So I'm gonna take Nick Chubb there. For sure. Yeah, I, I like it. Obviously, um, I started right, so I'm kicking off the third. Yeah. <clears throat> yep. Okay. My boy went in front of me. Uh, Aaron Jones, MVP. Uh, Cam Akers in front of him. You know, Tyree got taken. Uh, I shored up my two starting running backs, so I know that I wanted to um, really lock in on a wide receiver that I think is going to be good. Um, the uh, the the computer was telling me that it was T K T Higgins, Jalen Waddle, DK Metcalf. Ooh. Um, T Higgins, I'm not a fan. I think there's a lot of food on the table in Cincinnati, um, but man, Tyler Boyd and Joe Mixon's going to eat, and obviously Jamar Chase. I don't, I don't want a guy who's the number two that could possibly fall to a number three, um, even a fourth option in the red zone. I don't want that to be my receiver. Uh, DK Metcalf, uh, you just uh, Drew Locke is over there. You just don't know what is going on with them. And then Jalen Waddle, I think Jalen Waddle is going to be great. But again, he's the number two. I can't have my number one running back being the number two on his team. Um, so I went um, with Deontay Johnson. Uh, I'm not a big fan of Mitch Trubisky. I've made that well known. Um, but he is the receiver in Pittsburgh. Um, he's a volume beast. Um, so uh, that's who I took at the 3.6, my WR1, and I'm pretty I'm, I'm pretty happy about that. Likely not going to be a Steeler next year, so <clears throat> I like it too. Um, for me, I've got Cam Akers as my best available, which I will avoid like he has fleas. Uh, Cam Akers will be on n- none of my teams this year. Um, you know, you guys know how I feel about a, an Achilles tear. You don't come back from it. Then I'm looking at DK Metcalf, T. Higgins, Aaron Jones, or J.K. Dobbins. Um, this is really hard, man. I feel like this is uh, kind of the first fork in the road for me. At first glance, I'm looking at DK Metcalf, and I'm looking at Aaron Jones and Dobbins. Um, Dobbins is super young, coming off an ACL tear. He's only 23, but I feel like Lamar is a long-term QB in Baltimore. He's going to take a lot of food off of Dobbins' plate. I love Aaron Jones. You know what to do. I love Aaron Jones. You know what to do. But he's 27. Right With Swift and Diggs, I think I've got a lot of good young talent. I'm going to go DK Metcalf here. Uh, I don't think he's in Seattle this year. Uh, there's no reason for Seattle to to pay the man. None at all. Um, I think he's, he's going to be on somewhere else. He's only 24. We know he's a wide receiver one. He's a wide receiver two last year with that Poot Turds offense. I got DK. I, in, yeah, my, I, here, yeah. in my head here, right? Now I'm thinking like Zeke or James Conner as my RB2 maybe on the turn. Yeah, That's kind of where I'm looking as well. I, I mean, I only have one running back being Nick Chubb, but best available, Cam Akers, Saquon, Aaron Jones, Gibson, Dobbins. I'm, I'm not looking for quarterbacks this early. Wide receivers, I also have DK there, Deontay, uh, Terry McScorin, and Drake London. Uh, if, uh, really, I'm I'm in the same boat. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to take DK Metcalf as well. I think that the 
just pure talent and upside for him is there over the running backs that I have on the board here. Aaron Jones, I gave some thought to, but like you said, he's 27 years old. I think he, I think this year is probably the last year you're going to get some outstanding production out of him. And it just, DK Metcalf has, has a long, long career ahead of him, and I don't think he'll be with the Seahawks either. So that's that's the pick. I now have Justin Jefferson, Nick Chubb, and DK Metcalf. Uh, yeah, I like it. Um, I, I'm sticking with the same um, type of situation. I got my two um, starting running backs. Uh, I want my two starting receivers. Um, I had... <clears throat> I had Michael Pittman, uh, Drake London there, um, it, but for me, it was an e- easy decision, boys. DJ. <laughs> DJ Moore. Welcome to the squad, boy. We know I love him. Mr. Consistency, quarterback-proof DJ Moore. Give him to me. To have your WR2 with that much consistency on your squad – you are sitting pretty, DJ. I don't. I don't even want to. I'm not even wasting another second of my time explaining why this man's a great pick as my WR two. DJ Moore locking in. I'm loving my team. Begs, who you got? Send the jersey, DJ. Send, send it. Over, it. Sign it. Send it. I'll I swear. Game, I'll, I'll sleep on that thing. <laughs> um, for me, I, best available is Terry McLaurin. But then I'm looking at Lamar, Etienne, Pittman, Mike Evans. Um. I think McLaurin has his best year ever under Wentz, but I think here I've got to go running back. Um, I'm looking at ETN, Kenneth Walker, and Fournette. I'm going to go ETN, as I previously stated. Guys, don't come back from Achilles, man. I think James Robinson's done. ETN's the only guy there. He's going to have opportunity to win the job. He's a baby. He's only 23. No hits on his body in the NFL. A lot of college hits on his body. Not, not the same. Give me Travis ETN as my RB2, man. Everybody knows in a dynasty what it's looking like when you don't have that second running back spot filled. It's miserable. Facts. It's hard to come back from. Mm-hmm. It really is. And you need to kind of get lucky and pick up the flavor of the year via the waiver wire. You know, just those guys that pop up, a Corderell Patterson or a James Robinson. And, I mean, there's only, you know, a couple of those guys every year that show up. So it's better yeah. to have your RB2 short up. I've yeah. I've I've gone undefeated in one um fantasy season. One fantasy season I've gone undefeated. Um it was <clears throat> Man, I wish I could remember exactly. I want to say 6 7 years ago. Can you all guess the diamond in the rough that I found to lead me to an undefeated fantasy season? 6 7 years ago. NFC player. Was it running back or yeah. receiver? It was running back. Doug Martin. It was not Doug Martin. Six. Seven. I don't know. Oh, uh, hang on. Let me think about it. Hey, you're in the right. You're in the right. Di- you're in the right division. Ooh. Oh. Um. Six seven years ago. Michael it's, Turner. ADP had him about round thirteen, fourteen. Michael Turner might have been too far back. Devontae uh, Freeman. Uh, oh, that oh. works. Yeah. That works. People don't think of it six, because years ago now. People don't think about that because he, uh, yeah, because it was a league that was on first shift at Toyota, and so that would have been 2015. Yeah, 2000. Yeah, it would have been 2015. Who who was with him? Who did he share the backfield with? 
It wasn't. Was it? Was it? I want to say Tevin Coleman, but that's not right either. I think it is. Tevin Coleman. Uh, either way, yeah, people I think don't you're think right. people don't think it's Devontae Freeman as a diamond in the rough because he had after that year he had yeah. about three or four. Uh, very fantasy relevant years, but yeah, that one year he was like around thirteen, fourteen flyer, and mm-hmm. and finished like RB three, RB two, RB three, something like that. Uh, whole side note for y'all. So where are we at? So you got uh, who'd you pick? Etn, is that yours? Big stuck Etn. Yeah. All right, so that was your so. four seven. Uh, going who you got at the four seven? What is ahead? Uh, DJ, I had your boy DJ Moore go right before me and etn went two picks before me um you don't deserve dj Moore, anyways i, I didn't need him i don't need you don't, him. don't, I don't deserve him. him it's fine you don't i deserve don't want him. him i don't want him you bro. wanted him but you don't deserve him don't want him i got two wide receivers that are better than him proven yeah. um so going here like i said I, I was looking for more running back depth a little later on so i'm gonna go ahead and take it here i know a lot of people are leaving him for dead I'm going to take Ezekiel Elliott because I would like to win now and I want to win later. So he is kind of a patchwork running back for this year where I think he's still going to easily break the top 10. I think he's going to still be good next year as well. He might, you know, fall off a little bit. He's healthy. I believe in him. And I'm looking for a probably another young running back in the fifth round to fill the holes. So we'll see how it works out. Can I, I hate can, it? I know you guys have been in some startups. Where is Zeke going in your all's dynasty drafts? Uh, dynasty about fifth fifth-ish round. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say the. Uh, I mean, I've I've seen it all over the place. I've seen late fourth and like late fourth at the best. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Round-ish. He might he might tickle the fourth, but most of the time he's he's around the fifth. Yeah, that's a steal, man. It's a dynasty. Like people it. people are only expecting him to be relevant this year, um, and then he's done. But that's okay. Like if you if your roster makeup um, has you being suc- uh, a running back away from being successful this year, then you got to go with him. I mean somebody's somebody's got to win the fantasy championship this year, and if yeah. Zeke can be that one year fill in to make you that guy, then you got to go with him. Yeah, that's pretty simple. Right. I like I like it. It puts you in win now and and. Uh, Win now mode, and hopefully he's got a little bit of value left at the end of the year. You might be able to trade him to somebody that's just looking for you know somebody that can fill in um, and be pretty sturdy. Um, all right, so we are round five. I'm at the we're at the five six. I'm staying with the receivers. Uh, this was a pretty easy pick for me. I mean, I had uh, T.J. Hawkinson, uh, Zeke was there, Traylon Burks. Um, I'm I'm okay on running backs, obviously. I'm staying with youth. Uh, I'm loving my team's youth right now. I think I have a good chance to be good for a long time. Um, I went with uh, Jerry Judy at the five six. Man, um, my he is he's my he's my first flex spot. Um, so my 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 starting lineup right now is looking like Javante Williams, Nick Chubb, Deontay Johnson, DJ Moore, and Jerry Judy. Um, I'm pretty happy with that. I've got nothing but youth um, and nothing but. Uh, it's guys that have a very high ceiling. Um, so that's, uh, I'm feeling pretty good. Traylon Burks went right after me and Zeke after that. And then TJ Hawkinson, we've had a few, uh, four, five, six tight ends off the board. So when six tight ends are off the board, 
Um, go ahead and pencil me in for not taking one for quite some time. Um, but that's, you know, that's okay. I'm I'm same with quarterback. If, you know, a couple good quarterbacks go, I'm okay taking a late round guy. I, I can survive off, you know, snaking some quarterbacks every now and then. That's what I went with. Uh, Beggs, who you got? Well, can I petition? Can I partition? Can I petition to have the flyover noise whenever Jerry Judy's name's mentioned? The what noise? The, your uh, DJ Moore. <clears throat> Call it a flyover. Damn. <clears throat> with the five six, I took wide receiver Denver Broncos Jerry Judy. Thank you. All right, quality problem. on that was terrible. Was dope, no problem. It was good for me, Gunny. Yeah, enjoy that pick. Um, man, so right here, I'm looking at my lineup so far is Swift, Diggs, Metcalf, and ETN. I'm a little concerned about ETN. I think he's a good youth pick. He could blossom. I'm a little concerned. You don't know what he is. Kind of an unknown. Best available is Traylon Burks, then Hawkinson. I've got James Conner right here, who I, I think is a pretty nice play. I think he's a kind of a one-year guy. And there's already reports on OTAs that uh, Daryl Williams has taken some of his work. We've got Judy, Garrett Wilson, Godwin. But I'm going to kind of go down a little bit. And I'm going to take a guy I'm on record as being probably a little too high on. Um, but I think he's capable of a 1,000-yard year this year. And that's A.J. Dillon. Um, I'm going to draft A.J. Dillon. I've got youth. I've got a guy I know is going to be on the field. Uh, I feel good about my rotation of running backs. All 23 or younger. Yeah, the youth, man, the youth is is great for a dynasty. I, I can't really fault you on that. And just segueing into my pick as well, I'm like I said, I'm looking for another young running back coming in here. I've got Nick Chubb and Zeke in my backfield right now. James Conner, uh, Elijah Mitchell, A.J. Dillon, C.E.H., some of the ones to choose from. And then it looks like we're getting to the crop of – rookie wide receivers my best available there is Traylon Burks Garrett Wilson Godwin Cooper Olave and I mean I feel great about my wide receiver one and two with Jefferson and Metcalf so I'm going to go ahead and shore up the running back spots I kind of like Dylan more so than Mitchell so Absolutely. Just for the longevity, so many guys run in, in San Francisco. I, I I don't love that part of it. And so I think it's going to be at least a 50-50 workload out of A.J. Dillon and Aaron Jones this year with just potential to grow in the future coming up. So A.J. Dillon's the pick. I have a young running back now as well to go with my older studs. And I'm, I'm liking the way the team's shaping up. Nice yeah. Pick. yeah, that's a good pick. Yeah. All right, my pick. A uh, little technical difficulties with my inability to pause the draft, and it just went to auto pick mode. So, l- literally a solid ten minute intermission for me to remove um, all, all these players. So my last pick was Jerry Judy for the five six. Um, it came back around. Amon Ra got taken right before my pick, and I'm okay with that. So I have Elijah Mitchell, Chris Olave, CEH, and Dalton Schultz are my four best right now. I'm on record saying I'm, I love Dalton Schultz this year. I just I can't go tight end this early. I just physically can't do it. Um, I'm on record saying I love Chris Olave, but then all of a sudden they went out and got Jarvis Landry. I think Jameis Winston is going to be a beast. Um, Michael Thomas is going to be there. I just don't think that offense is going to be successful enough to really go. And this is my flex two spot. So, I mean, that's fine. 
But, you know, as I'm looking at the players available, I ran across a little charger named Mike Williams. That man's going to be a beast. So I thought, I thought Mike Williams as a my number two flex? I, I'm Mike Williams all day on it. It's an easy pick. Easy pick. Yeah, I I, I scrolled down because I'm looking at Ceh Elijah Mitchell and all them, and I'm and I see uh, Mike Williams down there. I was like, well, what's what's my buddy doing down there? Went ahead and snagged him. I'm happy about it. <clears throat> yeah, no, that's a great pick, man. Uh, if you, I mean, we we're absolutely the podcast that's advocating for Mike Williams as a league winner this year, right? I mean, he's the guy to get late. Absolutely, absolutely. Um. Man, I'm I'm really I'm really in a tough spot here. Um, <clears throat> my best available is Amari Cooper, who I'm uh, I couldn't touch with a ten foot pole right now. With Deshaun Watson probably going to be kicked out of the league as of now, as the last I've heard, he's probably going to be suspended, right? And his contract's crazy, normal. crazy. Yeah. What was he guaranteed? Like, like at forty least a million. Year. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's looking like Amari Cooper is going to have like Case Keenum thrown in the ball this year. Um, for the future. Um, I've got Chris Olave, but it really comes down to two players. It's Hollywood Brown versus Mike Williams for me. Y'all know what I think about Hollywood. Um, in a redraft, I'm taking Hollywood. But in a dynasty, is there any chance the Cardinals let Kyler walk? No. No chance. Why Absolutely not. Paying? What's the problem? Bro, why don't they his... pay? Why didn't they pay Zeke? Why didn't they? Why didn't your boys play Dak? Like we knew it was going to happen. They're yeah. just they're playing hardball. They're gonna they're not going to let a franchise quarterback walk. They should have paid him before. It would have been cheaper for him in the long run if they just hurried up and signed him instead of all these other guys getting their extensions, you know, beforehand and raising the bar in the quarterback market so Deshaun, Deshaun kind of screwed everybody he he right. signed what's going to oh, end yeah. up being a ghost contract that set, that set another bar so it's like yep. the Browns just came in set the high bar for for quarterbacks and then <laughs> didn't have to pay it I mean but it's still terrible if I was them I would want to pay it because they gave up all that draft capital and now poof you're gone gone you're gone. Like uh, here, just take take everything I have for this guy that's not going to play for us. What would it take for them to just stick with Deshaun through thick and thin, man? I oh, I think they do. They do. They don't have a choice. They have to. No matter what. No, yeah, no. They're going to put. They're going to sink all of their dollars into the PR department to make this thing work. They're going to do such good things for the city of Cleveland. They're going to rebuild parks and subways and all <laughs> these things. And uh, it's going to be in Deshaun's name. And that's like the only way they're going to try and save face. But he is it's looking like guaranteed to miss a year and it could be could be longer. What if like what if and this is very possible. Like he's in Cleveland right now, ripping his towel off, and some girl has it on camera, and she's like pepper spraying him or something. There's no way around it, right? Like you're paying your money, you're you're gonna pay somebody who isn't gonna play for at least a year or two. At least we'll see what's happening with that though. I just I just read an article recently where he settled. I think it was twenty of the twenty four lawsuits. Yeah. So money talks. Money's gonna. I don't want to say fix it because that kind of sounds insensitive and whatnot, but like it's, 
he's going to try and settle with these people because it's looking increasingly worse for him that he's going to be found guilty of something. So I remember at the beginning of this, he was saying that we're not going to settle. We're going to find out the truth and I'm going to have my innocence proven. And now you find out he, he settled with 20 of them. So it's not looking good for him. He's probably going to throw any money he can at uh at some of these just to try and make it go away. But there there will be discipline. I think Cleveland rides it out with him to the death. Wow. Yeah, I just mean, I love it because it's just Browns being the Browns. It is. Just, it's just a they got move. they they got Deshaun Watson, and I work with uh got, we we work with a Browns fan, and uh. We worked with a Browns fan. Sorry, I have a two-year-old running around screaming for his mom. Um, yeah, and every time I'm I'm on a stationary spot and he drives around, so like I'll see him, you know, every fifteen twenty minutes. Brownies. And, uh, that's all I hear is brownies. Yep. Boy, when he got Deshaun Watson, every time, every fifteen minutes, I'd have to hear Super Bowl champs next year, Super Bowl champs. And I, in the back of my mind, I'm just thinking, like, dude, it's the Browns. <laughs> And the Browns went out and did some Browns things and signed um, just a serial rapist to a $40 million deal. Uh, crazy. But uh, anyways, I mean. It, is Deshaun Watson to Kareem Hunt the most um, felonious <laughs> Perry? God, golly, one one. One sexually abuses and one just kicks in the head. One physically I don't, just... I don't know, man. There were some pretty pretty high-profile teammates from the Cowboys. Yeah, Greg, and, uh, Greg Hardy was... A, Greg Hardy, who, who finally was just like, listen, I'm just going to go to the UFC, do what I do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> man. Oh, man. If anybody is celebrating Roe vs. Wade, it's Deshaun Watson and Kareem Hunt. God, um, man. <laughs> All right, well, uh, to me, it's a coin flip between Hollywood and Mike. Uh, Hollywood's got two years on them. Uh, similar situation where they're both wide receiver two on their own team behind a 30-year-old receiver. Uh, just to be different, um, and I'm going to stick to my guns, I'm going to go Hollywood Brown here. Mm. They, they're they going to pick Kyler. He's got the connection. He's a baby, and he's improved every year. Mm. What is, what's the life of... DeAndre Hopkins contract look like do you know off the top of your head I could tell you in one second if you like oh just because I don't I don't really mind that pick too much I mean I know Mike Williams um we're all you know high on him this year I planted the flag on him as well um he is a little older than Hollywood I think he's super explosive but I mean if we if Hopkins is in a favorable contract situation for Hollywood, meaning he's on his way out over the next couple of years. This it, that could he, that could be a solid pick, you know? He is an unrestricted free agent in twenty twenty five. But but his his cap his what's what I'm looking for here. He he's, has an out in his contract after mm-hmm. And he's what, twenty nine? He's he's thirty. He just turned thirty. He literally okay. just turned thirty last month. Okay, so there's a strong possibility that he will not make it to that yeah. 2025. Very, yeah, very strong. I mean, I, I, I and if he's going to go, if he's going to go, it's after 2023 because yeah. that's 22.6 million in dead cap. Um, if he goes to the 20, if he goes through to 2023, yeah, I don't mind it. That's a that's a longevity play right there, Beggs. I, I really don't 
hate it all that much, to be honest it's with you. The homo connection, man. I'm riding on it. We're we're kind of all sitting in the same landing spot as far as who's left on the board when it comes to be our picks. I'm looking at um, uh, Devonta Smith, Jamison Williams, Mike Williams, Christian Watson, CEH, Damian Harris, Miles Sanders. So for me, I'm looking at this as well. This one's an easy one for me. I'm gonna I'm gonna take Mike Williams. I just think that the upside and what he gives you i think he absolutely repeats as another wide receiver one this year and it's just a great pairing to go with justin jefferson and and dk metcalf i think dk metcalf and mike williams boom bust potential could absolutely put you up you could set the record the, the the weekly scoring record in your league from these guys on a couple of them yeah so yeah um so we are now at the 7-6. Um, I have four receivers, two running backs. I'm looking at my squad, and I'm not going to be able to start have a starting lineup on week nine. Like three, four, I have one, two, three, four. Four of my six players are on a bye week in week nine. So let me just be clear, and I want your all's opinion on this as well. I don't care. Same. I don't care. I don't look at bye weeks. So, if I if if I have a stack team that I know I'm going to take an L a specific week, I, I I don't care. Give me give me the L that week to have the best team that I can put together. Are you yeah, all? Yeah, no one should, no one should ever draft that way. No one should like. I agree with you. I mean, just draft as far as worrying about the bye weeks. Don't ever come off the guy you like because he happens to share a bye week with four or five, six other guys on your team. Like you said, just eat the L that week and get your guy. Yep, absolutely. I I say that because my next guy, four of my six players are on a bye week, week nine. And my guy that I'm going to take now is also on a bye week, week nine. I'm literally not going to be able to uh, start um, a full lineup on week nine, but I'm okay with that. Uh, this is a dynasty, people. I mean, you're in it for the long haul. Um, I only have yep. two running backs. Um, I gotta have somebody else. I'm in the, I'm in the Miles Sanders, Kareem Hunt, Tony Pollard, um, Damian Pierce range. I, Damian Pierce, uh, I like him. He's got a he's got a opportunity to be the number one, but for Houston. So, he's rising too. He's climbing the ADPs right now. Having a great OTA. I know. <clears throat> but then I'm looking. Does anybody know off the top of their head? Actually, I'm gonna look it up. I'm gonna look it up here. I mean, all he's got to compete with is Sporting He's falling back and Rex Burkhead. Yeah, I I know, but then, and you can tell like this is. This is the part of the draft, in my opinion, where a lot of leagues are won and lost. When you're getting like you're you're shoring up the rest of your starting lineup and getting the necessary depth to survive, you know, a few weeks of of miss starter or yeah starters that are missing for you. So this is the time where I like I start to frustrate everybody in my leagues because I'm like I, I cannot make a bad pick in this area. So that's why I'm looking up, and this will kind of give it away. 
That's why I'm looking up Boys, Zeke's. I've got mine locked and loaded. I'm looking up Zeke's contract. Ooh. <sighs> He's still got. What is it, Cowboys guy? Two more I, years? Three? I, I, I have it up. I have it up if you want to look at it. But his, I think it's three. But I guess. He's got. He's got at least two, maybe a third, but I know he's got a team-friendly contract after this year. So he's, it's. Let me, uh, let me. I'll, I'll, I'll bring you right here with you. No, I got it. It's through twenty twenty-six. Yeah, he's an unrestricted free agent in twenty twenty-seven. Yeah, but it's team-friendly. There's a yeah. See, he's got a potential out after this year. Uh, if you look at the, if you look at the cap hit, it is. Infin- the dead cap it's infinitely smaller after this year. It drops down to eleven million. So he's going to so, be there. Okay. He's it's he's a, he's retiring a cowboy after this year. So no, then, it, he's going to make his money this year, and then if the Cowboys want to trade him or cut him, it's not going to cost him a lot. Well, well, then you're looking at the situation where um, after this year, Tony Pollard's an unrestricted free agent. Tony Pollard's walking, bro. They're not going to resign Tony. And that's why this is kind of a gamble here because I think Tony Pollard has the skill set to be a very solid running back. He's proven it in his fill-ins. Um, yeah. He's still young, 25, 26. What is he? 25. He's 25. He just turned 25. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. I, it's it's obviously for this year it's not a good you know fill-in spot because he's in a clear second role there. But just for I, I love my starting lineup so far, so I'm gonna get some more youth and skill at the running back position and go Tony Pollard. I I think Tony Pollard could be a standalone back, but I, I do like him because he's he's great in the receiving game, Wayne. So depending on how we use Zeke this year, they say we're gonna run the ball more, uh, so he could have standalone value, man. I hope so. I hope so. And he's not a starter for me this year. This is yeah. this is a guy that I'm purely gonna. He's probably gonna ride my bench this year, and hopefully, um, his situation improves to being that dude wherever he goes next. And then next thing you know, you know, I got, I've I've already got my Nick Chubb fill in. I think Nick Chubb's an RB one next year. Uh, next year meaning RB three or 2023. And if Tony Pollard can find that spot and be that dude, then I have three running backs. Um, that can be, you know, obviously I don't think Tony Pollard will ever be an RB1, but he can be a clear-cut middle-of-the-pack RB2 next year. So, and that's – he's my RB3. So yeah. I, I like I like the potential there at the 7-6. You know, too, if if Zeke ever misses any games because father time is going to catch up to him. He takes too many hits. Uh, you've got a clear-cut stud, right? I mean, Tony Pollard – goes to your flex immediately right yeah you're right and that's definitely under consideration whenever i was making that pick for sure don't what do you think about tony pollard i mean i can tell I you about silence i don't i don't love it as wayne's pick right here as as more of a bench and developmental guy but you can flex it. Like you said, you can flex him. I can't really hate on it too much. You can flex him probably week in and week out. Um, he's going to be getting some work out of the slot also this year, I've read, which will increase the value a little bit. If Zeke goes down, he's going to be getting a workhorse role. So, I mean, it's a good handcuff, good insurance policy. He's He's got some standalone value. Uh, I don't mind it. It's just looking at where we're both picking in the number six spot. 
I don't necessarily know who went off the board before his pick or who's still sitting on there. I just know I have an absolute. Who are you looking at? And I'll let you know if you went before. Um, with mine right here, just looking at the landscape of who's left out of the running backs and wide receivers, I'm going to do something a little, I guess, unorthodox for me because I love his upside and his age. And I'm going to take Jalen hurts. I saw that dude. Okay. Jalen hurts literally went the pick right after me. I just, I, 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 and I'll say my little piece cause this is your pick. So you explain it. Hey, you know what? Never mind. This is your pick. You, you let it roll. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 like, I don't want to like give said, my side for your pick. We're all, we're all, I mean, picking from this spot and everything. We've all got our different strategies and we've all won our leagues. Wayne has beat me in the Super Bowl straight up. Um, he's a great fantasy player. He's been doing it for a long while. Um, just differing minds from the three of us. And just for me personally, um, I like Jalen Hurts with his upside. I think he can be a top five quarterback with his legs. You saw what happened uh, when Josh Allen got himself a an elite wide receiver weapon with Stephon Diggs. It absolutely rocketed him up into the top tier of quarterbacks. I think the same can happen with Jalen Hurts this year. He he runs a whole lot. He does great work with his legs. They they bring in an elite talent in AJ Brown. And for me, I just like the upside on a guy like that at the quarterback position over a Tony Pollard who is more of a developmental piece to me at this point in the draft. That that's all. It it's just that one's kind of an easier one for me. I I, I was happy he was there. Like I said, seventh round is I don't really go for quarterbacks too much. There's sometimes here and there, but this time around, Jalen Hurts, it is. Yeah, that that's fair, and I get it. And I mean, there, we literally, me and Goni are in a league where literally, I think it's gone for four years now, and me and him have switched off back and forth, winning the championship. Um, so the, Jalen Hurts with me is, I just, he his ceiling is absolutely enormous. Um, I agree with you there. I have him ranked very high in my quarterback rankings this year. I think he's going to be incredible this year. I just I don't know after this year. So if this was a redraft, I absolutely love Jalen Hurts there. And it's a no-brainer, Jalen Hurts over Tony Pollard in a redraft situation. I think he's going to be phenomenal this year. I just if If he can't get it done this year, the Eagles got him weapons. The Eagles did their part. They put what they needed to put around him to be successful. If he's not successful this year, he's gone. So from a dynasty perspective, it kind of scares me at the seven, uh, at my round seven pick, to potentially have somebody that's not going to be fantasy relevant anymore um, after this year. I Again, again, I, I can totally see he's, I think he has the highest ceiling of any fantasy quarterback. For me, it's still just you know taking a chance, but I mean that's that's what I'm technically doing with Tony Pollard. Um, I felt the need to do it at the running back position, and uh, Goni felt the need to do it at the quarterback position. And that's just uh, difference in difference in drafts. I th- I like both of the picks. Um, yeah, I mean it's a good pick. It's just that's that was my mind in taking Tony Pollard over Jalen Hurts at that pick. So I mean, I feel it, that. so Goni, I, I agree with Wayne. The only two quarterbacks in the last 20 years I can think of, Josh Allen will be the third. Running quarterbacks who got substantial second contracts, probably Mike Vick and Lamar. When Lamar hasn't got his yet, but he will. 
is am I missing anybody? No, but we're also moving towards an era where it's a lot more common. If, if you're talking about the Michael Vick era in the early 2000s, there wasn't a lot of guys. There was him. There was like a Donovan McNabb, maybe Dante Culpepper, I guess a little bit. But like none of these guys. Now you have, you know, Lamar. You've got Kyler. You've got, I mean, even Aaron Rodgers kind of, you know, had some wheels on him for a little while. I'm not talking about like break your ankles type stuff. You're you're talking about the Mike Vicks of the world. Josh Allen isn't necessarily the most nimble guy in America, is he? he he's kind of just a freight train that trucks you over. Yeah, he's a monster. He ran for what? Yeah, I'm saying, but he he's not really going to juke a guy out of his shoes. He's going to just run you over. I'm bigger than you are, man. Like, stop me. So... It's it's becoming more of a commonplace thing for the quarterback position. And I mean, I completely understand uh, the argument against him. Jalen Hurts may or may not be good. I'm taking the shot on the upside. But at the same time, man, the guy made the playoffs last year with the Eagles and what was essentially his rookie season. He played all season last year. He only had four games. It was the last four games of his rookie season the year before. So that was a small sample size. He got a full season in last year. He plays in the weakest division in football with the Dallas Cowboys. And he made the playoffs. He made the playoffs. So America's team. He, yeah, dude, they add AJ Brown. I I think the Eagles are going to see enough out of him to continue to use him. I, I feel like, the path to get there is very easy, and that's why I feel more comfortable about it. It's not so much of a gamble to me. Okay. I respect it. I respect it. I, I, I'm a little worried. He just didn't put enough on tape with his arm for me, personally. That's cool. That's uh, fine. So, so for me, this is a – I have to go with the best available pick here. Uh, I've got three running backs, three wide receivers. What round are you in? I'm in the uh, the seventh. Okay. Did we Did we skip order? Am I back? Yeah, yeah, we segued to mine. Okay, yeah, that was really rude of you, Goni. Uh, I think you actually up. made that happen, host. Uh, <clears throat> uh, no comment. What you got, Biggs? <laughs> yeah, I, I usually get the uh, the shortest end of the stick. I've noticed. Um, I there are two guys here that I don't know if they were on your all's draft boards or not. I'm assuming they weren't because I can't imagine you guys would not choose these guys, but I've got Mooney and uh, Cortland Sutton here. Um, I, I, these are two was, guys I love. I had Jerry Judy. Uh, uh, he came across He came across yeah. for me um, in the Mike Williams round six this year. Yeah, I even kind of looked at him, but you know, I'm not, I'm not taking Jerry Judy and Cortland Sutton. That's fair. Um, I, Mooney's two years younger. I'm tying myself to, to Jamarcus Russell 2.0, the worst quarterback in the league. Golly. I traded for him in a league we're in together, so I, I'm going to go Darnell Mooney here over Cortland Sutton, um, just for just the lack of competition for targets. Um, he, he's still a baby, 24 years old. Man, really? Goni is Goni loving it right now. He's absolutely wow. loving. He's absolutely loving Darnell that Mooney. he picked a Bears for receiver. Cortland Sutton. I did, man. I did. I, it's just no. There's not as much competition for targets, man. Bro, you were talking about the quality Chicago of Bears. targets. Quality of targets. It is a different like, quality. yeah, quality of targets. Justin Fields. I'd rather have uh, Ryan Leaf throwing the football over 
Justin Fields, this guy right here, man. I like would, you were wide receiver twenty two last year, man. I mean, with with that quarterback, so uh, yeah, man. Shame Thought on you. Up. Shame on you. Flip flops. You're like Flip- a thong. Man. You're like a thong sandal, my boy. Uh, no, nah, it, it, it's a dynasty. We did our redraft rankings. Those were redraft. This is a dynasty. Give me the two years of youth over Cortland Sutton. All right, whatever, man. That's fair. All right. Fair. We're, I we're mean, now... I still love Mooney. I'm just highly surprised by your your pick on it. That's all. So so we're at the 8-7. Um, I already know who I'm going to pick. I'm, I'm at the point. So I'm at the point where I'm in the – um, tier two of quarterbacks, and I feel like there's a lot of tier two quarterbacks this year. So I'm just gonna keep picking these receiver running back. Um, Jamie's just loading up on them. Um, the more you have, the more chances you have of just uh, being solid all the way around at those important positions. Um, tight ends. I, I'm out on tight end. I'm done for. Um, it is what it is. I can just. Um, roll with that. Um, I kind of have my eye on a guy anyways that I feel like I can wait a few rounds for. Uh, Goni, me and Goni are on the same page. I can see that. I'm in there with you. Yep. So, you know, I've done my flyover pick, DJ Moore. I did. um, I snagged Begley's flyover pick and Jerry Judy. So um, now for um, my 8-7 pick, I'm going back to youth with a skill position. Um, At the 8-7... I'm taking Gabe Davis. <laughs> We're staying young. We are oh, young at the position. Uh, he's he's a clear number two in one of the most high-powered offenses in all of football. And this man is my WR5. He's my WR5 with extreme upside. Um, he can he can ride the bench for two years for me and still be okay. Stephon Diggs can see his way out, and if he ever sees that WR one role in Buffalo, it's over. It's over for him. Silva, love it. Wow. Um, I don't. I don't got man. So yeah, let's segue back to Beggs. We'll we'll segue back to you. We'll we'll start going clockwise again. I'm just waiting for him to make his so I can go right back to talking about Gabe Davis. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> All right. I will talk as long as possible then. Um, go ahead, man. My best available is Russ Wilson. Uh, this I'm looking at Goddard, Pollard, Dawson Knox. Um, Pat Fryermuth went a couple picks before me. I'm devastated by that. Fryermuth. <laughs> really uh, Fryermuth was a, was a snap pick for me. Here, um, Gabe Davis is on my board. I don't hate the pick, um, but I'm gonna I'm gonna go for a guy I drafted. I'm uh, pretty high on this year. I think he has an immediate impact. Give me Damian Pierce. Goni, I don't want to keep you from Gabe Davis any any longer, my friend. Hey man, I I absolutely appreciate that. I'm Damian Pierce. Damian Pierce isn't a bad pick at all, man. Um, that's good value for the eighth round. That's great value. For Damian Pierce, yeah, I feel you like. might be getting yourself a starting running back, and yep. he might be great. I mean, Arian Foster kind of came out of nowhere, you know, when he his first year in the league as well, and it's not like they had a great notable quarterback at that time. So, yeah, you might yeah. have yourself something. Yeah, bad teams can make good quarterbacks. We all remember James Robinson. I know you guys picked him up two years ago, right? Oh yeah, 
Yeah. Plus, honestly, Davis Mills. I didn't think Davis Mills was that bad last year. I really don't. No, um, he wasn't. But, like I said, back to the pick. Gabe Davis. Beep, 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 beep. I got you. Easy pick. Easy pick. <laughs> <laughs> it warranted. It was warranted. Um, yeah, man, this this is just great value in the eighth round. Like I've mentioned before, I'm picking this man up everywhere I can possibly get him. He's extra, extra young, being at 23 years old. We're we're gonna find out, you know, how great he is this year. Flag has been planted. It's gonna stay planted, and I'm gonna I'm gonna have many a victory lap over Begs at the end of the year via Doink Bets. Man, it's it's gonna feel good. Hey, I might he, text him every week. Every time Gabe Davis catches the football, I'm I'm probably gonna send him a text. You're gonna be sore. Out. You're gonna be sore from doinking Begley so much. Oh, I know. You're gonna pull a groin. You're gonna pull a groin. Calling it. <laughs> not worried about. He's gonna it. need to wear a helmet by the by the <laughs> end of it. I am not worried about it. He's gonna be ne- like Chinese water torture, done. except with uh, <laughs> extremities and such. <laughs> He's getting doink so, boarded. Okay, I hope you tear every ACL in your body, man. man. I only got two. Oh yeah, I don't. All right, boys. I was I was extra excited to or yeah about my next pick because I was I was between I was between Gabe Davis and a running back, and of course Gabe Davis is going to win that out, and I took him, and I won the game. So just a little foreshadowing on my next pick i'm not going to go out of order here go ahead wayne uh thanks man i appreciate you wow i hey. mean you've just been you've just been cutting every cutting the line every time yeah really you might just just once because you made me uh, you hosted well, it that way well I, I feel very powerful right now thank you um right. it's the nine six round nine we're almost in double digits how far are we going uh i mean at least to 12 because 12 I think so I mean, we'll go to 12 we'll go yeah. to 12 that's fine i'm around nine um still kind of early for me but i had all this time and i'm still kind of eh. you know what i i said i was i, I was planning on waiting um, but I'm going to shore up this spot. Um, I'm going to fill a need that I haven't filled yet. Uh, a guy who is signed through the 2026 season. Um, give me Matt Stafford as my quarterback. Um, he's he's gonna uh, he's on another great offense. He's got great weapons. Uh, he's on a team that is uh, great defense. He's going to have the ball a lot. Uh, and again, he's signed. He signed through. 2026, and I know at the end of his contract he will be 39 years old when he's an unrestricted free agent. Uh, but it's quarterback position. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't even want to say I don't even want to bring Tom Brady into the conversation. But you can you can play quarterback into your late th- 30s and be successful as long as the pieces around you are good and the pieces around Matthew Stafford are good. Um, give me him at the nine uh, six as my starting quarterback. Would you have would you have pivoted away from the quarterback position on on mine? He went two picks before my pick, leaving Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields. Would you have pivoted away or and gone quarterback in another later round, or would you have taken one of these guys here? Um, I wouldn't have taken one of those guys um, because Tom Brady's obviously 
gonna we all think he's gonna have a good year this year, but he's retiring. Um, Aaron Rodgers, mm-hmm. the man just doesn't have weapons. He has no weapons. Um, and I don't care how good you are, that's that's gonna hamper you a little bit. Uh, I tell you one guy. I tell you one guy that I thought about pivoting it away from, but I, I thought there's no way that he's there um, next round. So I just it was it was between these two. Neither of them, I believe, were going to be there by the time it got back to me. Um, and in fact, they weren't. Um, it was Matthew Stafford or Derek Carr. Um, if I knew, if I knew that Derek Carr was going to be. Um, back around at the 10-7, um, I would have pivoted away from the quarterback position um, and probably gone with uh, like a, uh, I don't know, maybe a, maybe a Christian Kirk, maybe a, a Alexander Madison, something like that. I've got a nice little fun strat that I've exercised kind of when I got down here. So, and at least twice, maybe three times just over the last month or two, uh, when I get down this far, hadn't taken a quarterback yet, and I'm faced with the options that you have, Mad Mob, something that I like to do is I take Tom Brady here in the ninth, just because I know he's going to have the one year. That's that's completely fine. That's understandable. I think it's going to be, we all think it's going to be a killer year. The man's going to mm-hmm. be phenomenal. And then on the very next go around in the 10th, I go ahead and I get a car or I get a Tua. Just so that way I can have something going forward in the future. More times, I think twice I took Tua and once I took car. I have high expectations for Tua this year. He's much younger. He's only 24 years old. So you got the the stud now in Tom Brady, and I'm hoping I'm Tua is the developmental guy. So basically, that's that's how I would shore up my teams at the quarterback position if I hadn't picked until the ninth round. Just a little strat. I don't hate it. Yep. I don't hate it at all. It's not a bad strat. Yeah. So I was actually. Waiting for Aaron Rodgers here. Uh, I see what you're saying, Wayne, but remind remind us: Does he have an MVP or does he not? Dude, he played on the Detroit Lions. Aaron Rodgers. Oh, are you asking if Aaron Rodgers? I thought you were comparing him to my pick at Matt with Matt Stafford. No, man, I'm I'm, I'm talking about Aaron Rodgers. Sorry, man. Get- you you came at me. I had my claws out. I apologize. Yeah, it, we we know we know we know about Rodgers. Discount double check. That apologize was aggressive, even. It was, dude. It's very hostile. I have my closet. I thought he was. I thought he was attacking my pick, so I came with my closet. I apologize. That's on me. No, man. I, I was giving you an opportunity to do like your whole spiel, bro. Hang on. Let's just. All right. Uh, do you mean Aaron Rodgers? Rodgers discount double check MVP. Yeah, he's got him. Yeah, he does, man. Uh. You know, I put it on a tee, man. You just had to hit it. <laughs> Goni, why are you being so hateful right now, man? You're you're asking you're asking if a quarterback has an MVP on his team that is not a wide receiver. That's who you're referring to. Aaron Jones, Mad Mob, just in case you're unaware. He's referring to Aaron Jones as the MVP. I mean, come on, man. Do we already come have on. Aaron Jones? Yeah, no, that's the MVP you're referring to, is it not? No, 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 no. We're, we're, I'm, I was asking if Aaron Rodgers. Hey, yeah. come on, man. 
Rebecca. Yeah, you're not you're not on the same page, Goni. Don't look at me like I'm dumb. You're not on the same page. Aaron, I mean, you are Aaron, dumb. Aaron, Goni, jo- <laughs> Aaron Jones been gone. We already know he's MVP. We're talk we're on to quarterbacks and he's asking me how this Aaron Rodgers guy is. I mean You need to discount double check your facts, man. Wow. You wow. don't want to take Aaron Rodgers here, bro. The guy's thirty eight years old and he's got less weapons than he's ever had. Hang on for a second. Slow for a dynasty, slow. do you want to do that to yourself? Let's slow down for a second here, okay? This is Aaron right. Rodgers we're talking about. He's a, he was taking the pick before me, but I was going to take him here. He signed until he's 43. It can be done. Okay? It, yes, it was. No, no. It has been done. It's not like it can be done by all. Just because Tom Brady paves the way. Look look at Peyton Manning's noodly arm when uh, he tried to do it. Look at that, man threw, that man threw nothing but duck balls in Denver. Nothing but ducks. <laughs> yeah. But he has- duck balled him way to a Super Bowl. Dude. Aaron Rodgers. Brock Osweiler's to thank for that. <laughs> to get him there. He's Tim got Tebow. double the arm talent that Peyton had, man. Uh, Peyton was just, the mental game was just incredible. Uh, Omaha. Probably the best, aside from Mahomes, maybe the best pure arm we've ever seen. Aaron Rodgers. Who? Aaron Rodgers? Nah. Man, he's, he's statistically the from most a, from an a, From an accuracy standpoint. He's statistically oh, accuracy. I thought you were talking about like arm strength. No, from an accuracy standpoint, arm strength standpoint. and like just chuck it ability, basically. Uh, he is the best hail mary thrower. He is. He's got the best hail mary uh, percentages. Right, I can't argue that. I can't uh, argue that. All I'm saying is, if you think this guy is just going to take the last five years of this contract, just laying down, rolling over, and playing dead, you've lost your mind, man. This guy's an a hole. I think he's going to find ways to win, man. I think he's going to be serviceable. Oh, wait, why was that a part of your argument for Aaron Rodgers? Yeah, I know. <laughs> he made, he made his family. He's, he made, he's he made a bunch of good arguments. He said, oh, he, he's he, a-hole, he's serviceable. You know, he's got a, <laughs> wait, wait, like, what? He contributes to various types of pollution. <laughs> no, 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 no. no you he he like wipes those. it. He wipes his butt starting at the top of the crack down. I mean, yeah, we just don't know yeah. about him. He reverse wipes. <laughs> are, are, are we good, boys? <laughs> Oh, go ahead. Sorry, sorry. Go ahead. I got plenty more, but we'll we'll, we'll let you finish. No, no, no. What he I mean takes change that. from charity. <laughs> okay, go ahead. He <laughs> takes a penny, never leaves a penny. Nah, man. Uh, okay, listen. You know how Kobe Bryant and Michael Jordan just had that? They're a holes, right? For teammates, it 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 drive. It, he he's a winner. You know what I mean? That's what I mean by a hole. People people are scared of. He's not though. He's won one Super Bowl, right? He's won one, but but what I'm telling you is he he's not gonna just lay down. He's not gonna rob the Packers blind and just put out a subpar prize. I, I I think he I think he's gonna play to win. This guy is a top. Is he a top five quarterback all time? No, no. I wouldn't Brady. I wouldn't snap call Brady. that. He's got Breeze. No. Who's your last two spots then? Who did you just name? Brady, Manning, and Breeze, probably a top five. Who's your last two? Joe Montana. You know, guys with rings and stuff would probably get the nod, right, over Dan, a guy Dan Marino. one. Dan Marino Sorry, don't get any nods. Are you putting Roethlisberger? I don't think Dan Marino's a top fiver either, personally. You putting Roethlisberger over Rodgers? Stop it. Oh. Stop no, it. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Are you putting eggs That's... over Rodgers? No. Elway? 
Captain America? Captain America? Roger Staubach, man. Oh, nah, 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 nah. I don't know, man. It's it's just hard for me to get him. If he is if he is top five, then he's five. I'd have to actually like think about it. Do you, why do you just think it's so easy to throw him in there? I I mean he's he's got he's got some MVPs to his name, but he's got one Super Bowl win. He's got a whole lot of good numbers. That's completely fine. But how do the Green Bay Packers have thirty straight years of some of the best quarterbacks of all time and come away with two Super Bowls? That's just that's just the way it is, man. I mean, Brett Favre was an all-time great. He won one. Marino won none. Steve is Young. Brett Favre a top fiver to you, though? No, he threw way too many interceptions. No, he's not. He did throw a lot of <laughs> interceptions. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, before Peyton went to Denver, right? I mean, he had won with the Colts. He could have retired after the neck injury. Uh, he would have been in all, a top five with one ring. Yeah, but Peyton Peyton Manning also. When you're talking about Peyton Manning, you're talking about someone who changed the game. Brees has one ring. Yeah, but Brees also has historic numbers as well to go with it. Oh yeah, I mean, he's got volume, and he played with Sean Payton in that offense down there. I mean, but no one no one's gonna look at that ever and be like, oh yeah, he got it because he was playing with Sean Payton. But, I mean, that's that's why. I mean, he he was an offense that threw the ball more than anybody else. I, well, I'm also on record saying that Drew Brees would have had a lot more Super Bowls, um, but that man, throughout the course of his career, uh, had a top ten defense, I think, five times. And when I say top ten defense, we're talking like seven, eight, and his one Super Bowl ring he had was with uh, the best defense that the Saints had throughout his career, and they ranked third, I believe, that year. Um, so the best defense coupled with Drew Brees, he he made it happen with them. Um, outside of that, he always had uh, double digit ranked defenses. So I, I, as you can tell, with those stats on the on the top of my frontal lobe, I've had this argument multiple times that Drew Brees um, is a top all time quarterback. Absolutely. He tried to say he was better than Tom Brady. Let's not lie here. That's that's what it was. Beggs, I think the reason why I'm giving you so much flack on this is because looking at who's left, you're choosing between Rodgers and Brady, are you not? Or did Brady go? Oh, I'm choosing – well, Rodgers already got drafted, so I'm going to go a different approach. But I was going to take Rodgers uh, here because uh, I think he gives me four, four good years. I mean, I don't think he falls past quarterback 15 ever. Okay. I don't. I'm not saying so he's going to fall got past fifty in yours. Uh, yeah, I think so. Let me just make sure. Uh, no, Brady's still there. Stafford's still there too. But um, so that's what I'm saying. Why? What? What would compel you to take Aaron Rodgers over a Tom Brady or a Matt Stafford? If you're, he just told you, man. Just, he's he's got Rodgers for four years. Tom Brady for one. He's taking the longevity. Uh, okay. But okay. my pick because Rodgers went right before me. Um, I, I need a tight end. It's slim pickings. I mean, I'm looking at Ertz, Noah Fant, Trey McBride, Cole Komet, who I don't hate, but I've already got Mooney. That's too many bears. Fields can't. Fields just he can't hit. Can't support that many targets. Uh, Get pieces of that offense, man. Uh, pieces gonna, of, the, of the offense. I'm gonna take Zach Ertz here. I think. I hope he he goes back to pre yellow hair Zach Ertz. Um and and just starts to eat again with, with Kyler, especially with Hopkins out seven games. Uh, I will take another tight end a little bit later on for some depth, like Albert O. 
but it's Zach Ertz for me now, and we'll see if we can get Derek Carr next round. Hmm. Did he just call blonde hair yellow hair? It's yellow. Yeah. He like Su- Super Saiyan Zach Ertz. He doesn't like Super Saiyan Zach Ertz is what yeah. it is, I guess. It's it's not blonde. It's like platinum. Right. He bleached. I got to look this up. Are we in the ninth right now? Is this the ninth round? Yeah, yeah this is the ninth for you, muchacho. Fair enough. As I was saying before, I was kind of Let's just do game. 10 rounds. Let's just do That's 10 fine. rounds. That's fine. Cool We're that? almost there. Yep. Yeah. So I was playing the game with Gabe Davis and a running back that I liked. Um, I'm sitting here. I have Nick Chubb. I have Zeke. I have A.J. Dillon. And I kind of left the running back position alone after that. I also I, So three running backs. I have four wide receivers. I have a quarterback. I'm still not going to go tight end here. I like to shore up the running back depth a little bit. And the guy that I got extra excited about when he fell back to me is Isaiah Spiller of the Chargers. I, hmm. I like him. I'm not planning on him to start for me this year. Hmm. He will undoubtedly get probably two games to play this season where we'll get to see what he looks like on his own because Eckler is going to get hurt. He always misses at least a game or two. That'll be his time to shine and see what the Chargers got with that pick. And I I just like the I like the game he brings to the table. He's gonna catch it out of the backfield. He's He's Austin Eckler light. He is Austin Eckler 2.0, whatever you want to ta- say about him. That's the play style. So I like him as my fourth running back and a developmental guy for the future. Uh, fun fact, Mad Mob, we are in the middle of a rookie draft um, in one of our leagues. Uh, and I just took him in the second round. It's going to be great. I, I love that pick. Just a little fun fact for you. Yeah. Round yeah. 10. That league. Huh? Yeah, Beckler in that league. I don't. It's going to be spicy. No, yeah. but I got Christian McCaffrey and Dalvin Cook in that league. Baby. Yeah, Dude. yes, sir. Uh, my last pick of the draft, I'm going to go ahead and take um, a tight end just so I can have all the important um, ones. I'd probably wait one more round um, if we weren't ending this at 10. Um, but I'm going to take a tight end. And I'm going to take my boy, uh, Cole Komet. It's an easy pick for me left. It's like Noah Fant, Zach Ertz, um, uh, Trey McBride. It's, a, it's an easy pick for me. Um, Cole Komet, uh, he's one of the very few options um, to go to in Chicago. Uh, I think he, I think he's great value at, at the 10th round. And you, could pro- you should be able to get him at the 11th or 12th round, honest, honestly. Um, if you can get Cole Komet 11, 12 round, snag him up and he'll probably be in your starter. He'll probably be a solid starter for you. Yeah. Yep. Not all targets are created equal, but yes, you're right. <laughs> Darnell Mooney. <laughs> the guy that took Darnell Mooney. Hey, hey, he's too good to pass up, man. Um, yeah, I mean, when you're going to see 150, 160 targets in a season, I mean, hey, that'll do. Yeah, it'll do. It's a nice pick. Um, here, so I'm gonna try to play the game, and I'm gonna punt to the 11th for a QBA, where I'll try to get Carr or Tua, as Goni said. Um, Tua does make me a little bit nervous. Um, <clears throat> here is kind of a best available pick, running back wise. I'm looking at Rashad White, Ramondre Stevenson, uh, Rashad Penny, Tyler Algier. There is there, who's a little interesting, but I think I might be able to wait on him. 
Um, I'm going to take a guy that I think is by far the best available when I'm looking at all the other pieces, and that is Michael Gallup. Um, I think he's wide receiver two on offense that should score points. He's paid. He's going to be tied to Dak Prescott for for, for quite a while. Uh, Michael Gallup here. Not bad. bad. Not bad. Not bad either, man. Um, man, just just looking through who's left on here to round mine out as well. Um, kind of looking at you know the same thing you guys are. I could probably wait one more round on him. But my next pick here would also be Cole Komet, just so I can fill my lineup. I'll have a completely set lineup. Cole Komet, he hasn't missed a game yet. He's going into his third season. He's going to get all the targets. Mm-hmm. As we've mentioned before, he had 93 last year. Beggs hates volume. Hates, hates volume. Uh, Mad Ma, again, uh, though, you should be able to get him in the 11th or 12th. Don't reach for him in the 10th. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. We're just doing this just just to, play just to round out the lineup. We're only doing ten rounds. We're just li- rounding it out. But you should be able to get them at the eleven or twelve. Yeah, any any tight end that's going to net you a, a hundred targets during a season, and the man's only going into his third year. He's a beast. He's six six two sixty. He's a huge target. He's going to get all the work. You got to take him, especially this lady. He's a great value. So Cole Komet it is. I like it. Yeah. Um, so we are 10 rounds in. Uh, we all, again, we all picked from the sixth spot, uh, did it in a dynasty perspective, 12 team PPR. Uh, my team ended up being, I'll just start from the top. My quarterback, um, is Matt Stafford. Uh, my running backs are Javante Williams, Nick Chubb. Uh, my receivers are Deontay Johnson, DJ Moore, flex spots, Jerry Judy, Mike Williams, um, tight end Cole Komet. And on the bench, we got Tony Pollard and Gabe Davis, um, starting in the first round, going down to the 10th. Um, in order, I picked Javante Williams, Nick Chubb, Deontay Johnson, DJ Moore, Jerry Judy, Mike Williams, Tony Pollard, Gabe Davis, Matt Stafford, and Cole Komet. I love it. I'm young. I've got talent. Um, I've got immediate starters. I've got a few developmental guys. Um, I, I love what I what I was able to do um, at the sixth pick. And, and granted, we are against the computer here. This is why we all did our own, um, because the computer did something a little bit different. Um so this is not apples to apples um, giraffes. Um, it is our computer all did something a little bit different. So uh, Begley, uh, what did you round out with? Um, I'm looking at Derek Carr uh, for QB, uh, DeAndre Swift, uh, ETN, Stephon Diggs, DK Metcalf, Zach Ertz, AJ Dillon, and Hollywood Brown uh, with Darnell Mooney, Pierce, and Michael Gallup on the bench. Uh, in order, it was Swift, Diggs, DK. ETN, Dylan, Hollywood, Mooney, Pierce, Ertz, and Gallup. Uh, same with you, Wayne. I, I went young across the board. Uh, Ertz is by far my oldest player. Everybody else is below 28. Um, I, you know, I, I think ETN's got it, but in case he doesn't, I'm happy with Dylan and Pierce this year and Mooney and the flex. Um, love my team. Yep, that's good. Goni, not bad at all. What you, would you, you manage? Uh, mine, looking at it, I, I took – I had a little more of the veterans sprinkled into mine. Um, I like to kind of mix in some of the vets as well. I feel like it gives me a good win now chance as well as in the future. I went with Jalen Hurts at quarterback, Nick Chubb and Zeke at running back. My wide receivers are Justin Jefferson, DK Metcalf, Cole Komet at tight end, 
A.J. Dillon and Mike Williams in the flex with Gabe Davis and Isaiah Spiller on the bench. Uh, went Jefferson, Chubb, Metcalf, Zeke, A.J. Dillon, Mike Williams, Jalen Hurts, Gabe Davis, Isaiah Spiller, Cole Komet. Interesting. Yeah. So I, I like doing the draft like this. Uh, I think it, you know, for people listening, I think it would really help, right? I mean, it kind of gives you an idea of what you can expect from a draft, like a baseline. from a search. Do, you, do you like drafting out of the sixth spot? I Is it a good spot? For, you I hate it? it? Yeah. What's but, your preference? Uh, I, I like to be either top four or I like to be at around 10. Um, at 12, at 12, uh, you know, in the middle, I feel like you miss out on all the top tier talent. Uh, you're kind of getting that second group. Like to me, it's Taylor, Najee, Jefferson, and Chase. Uh, I think it's there's a drop off after that. I hate picking early. I hate, like, uh, I'm not happy with the one and two at all. Yeah. I don't Sorry. like it. Give me the, I feel like if you've got the rank number one and the rank number 24 player, it does not equal the rank 12 and rank 13 players' total point output. It yeah. uh, very rarely does. I mean, obviously you have you know years where Christian McCaffrey goes one and Le'Veon Bell goes one, and they absolutely just do crazy things with the big skin. Um, but in my opinion, I feel like I get more points out of the 11, 14, 10, 15, 12, 13 than I would um, the yeah. 124, 223, 322 um, type of pick. So I'd, I'd – I think I'd rather be on the back end of picks um, it, in it, a snake draft. It's a lot of pressure. Like you, if you miss on your not number one pick, you're you're, you're done. done. You're done. That's what I was gonna say. Also, you have to hit because you're you're picking so high. I mean, the the one pick though. It, it, yeah, you say the one and twenty four doesn't equal up, but really it's the one twenty four and twenty five. You're getting three of the top twenty five players. Essentially, just because you're going to have that back-to-back in a snake. But regardless, um, yeah, I, I agree. I'd rather be towards the back. I like mine 10 to 12, generally, maybe 9, 9 to 12. I didn't mind doing this. This is one of the few drafts where I actually got to be in the middle. So you you kind of don't necessarily have to call your shot and reach, I guess, for lack of a better term. Um you get to you get to see every round basically. It's a it's a lot easier to gauge who you can wait on and who you got to take now. You know when yeah. you know it's only twelve, and then it's not like a snake situation where you got to wait twenty two, twenty three picks between who you're going to get. It's a lot easier to gauge when you're in the middle. Um, all right, uh, that'll do it, uh, guys. If you if you want um, another one of these episodes with a different draft position. Uh, just let us know. Um, you can email us at madffpodcast at gmail.com. You can look us up on Facebook, Mad Fantasy Football Podcast. Um, you can find Beggs on Reddit, mad underscore ff underscore podcast. Um, you can DM us or tweet us at madffpodcast. Um, and let us know if you want to see um, some more of these types of episodes just in different draft positions. Um, if you've if you've got your spot already taken care of, um, and you just want to know kind of where our heads are at. Um, other than that, I believe we're done here. We'll have a Q&A episode up for you uh, shortly, uh, probably in the next day or two. And uh, hey, it's been good. This was a good episode, guys. It was. All right. I, all right. I, I just, 
Yeah, yeah. We're down we're down to do more like this in the meantime. Football season is a creeping closer. Man. A one Can't week at a time, boys. Well, mad mob, we are out of here. We appreciate y'all. All right.